0: First, let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. My dog, Uno, we love. (laughs) And first, we married him off to, and I mean this literally and figuratively, a bitch. And uh, he was really unhappy. and Really unhappy. Well, it was an arranged marriage. It was an arranged marriage. A forced marriage. And, ooh, it was not pretty. Anyway, um, uh, now that she's dead, he's happy. But then we started feeding him rough greens and he has changed as a dog. I mean, literally changed. I sat down yesterday on the couch and he just would not stop bringing his ball and he's so (laughs) frisky and fun Um, and it's because of Rough Greens. has probiotics in it. All the things that your wife yells at you about. You know, make sure you're going to have to. (laughs) It's all that in the dog uh, bowl. It's not a uh, dog food. You just put it on top. It's an additive. Try it for two weeks. Make sure your dog will eat it. Uh, Then get your Rough Greens and give it to him and I'm telling you month after month you will see huge differences. It's R-U-F-F Greens. R-U-F-F UFF or RoughGreens.com. have passed the point of no return when it comes to uh, big tech. Google, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, yesterday there was a hearing and senators from both parties confronted the CEOs of Twitter, Facebook and Google. We have a recap on that and why so many people are, in my opinion, just flat out wrong on it. We'll go there in 60 seconds.
1: This is... Glenn Beck program.
0: Such an important uh, question that we're facing. I mean, everything that we're facing right now is beginning of freedom or end of freedom. More in just a second. If, uh, you know, if you take ibuprofen, I guess there are, you know, certain things that it helps. It's never helped. Has ibuprofen ever helped you? Have you ever taken ibuprofen and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to give you the 800 ibuprofen." Well, you're talking about 800. That's that's the that's the big stuff. That's the big stuff. Yeah. That's like, that's "No, not- no, I can't get addicted to that stuff." <laughs> I've been mainline I've been shooting ibuprofen 800 into my veins and my eyes now for a while cuz <laughs> I fall my veins have of collect- <laughs> ibuprofen 800. Anyway, <laughs> um I am not a big believer in you know things like ibuprofen that reduce your um inflammation that's why one of the reasons why i didn't take relief factor for a long time and i ran out of excuses and i ran out of options finally my wife said i'm not
2: gonna listen to your wine anymore every day just try everything
0: so i tried it begrudgingly and i went into it with a bad attitude it's not gonna work i took it for three weeks I didn't tell her that I was actually feeling some effects. And because I had dismissed it, I'm like, it's not the ibuprofen. This stuff just reduces inflammation. It's not that. And then I stopped taking it. And I had to go to my wife and say, I think I should probably order some more relief factor. And I've been taking it now three times a day for three, almost three years. And it is it's changed my life. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. All right. So senators from both parties confronted the CEOs of Twitter and Facebook and Google at the Section 230 Big Tech hearing. I don't think anything was... Do you think anything was accomplished still?
3: No no, 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 not really. They're, they're trying.
0: Everybody involved was excessively prepared, except for Jack Dorsey. I think he spent more time making sure that his, his nose ring looked good on nose. Grow up. Nose ring. You don't have your, a nose ring? F- no, I don't. No? And his Fu Manchu beard. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. So that morning, I mean, he found himself in the hot seat because that morning on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, page A1 was a story about how a feckless Dorsey was essentially ambushed by his own company. When with little uh, explanation, the platform he leads just began blocking its millions of users from sharing links to a pair of New York Post stories about Joe Biden's son. Hunter Biden. Within hours, lawmakers said they would subpoena mister Dorsey to explain his decision. But it wasn't his decision. His company did it without him even knowing. Maybe, I mean, maybe he was getting his nose pierced that day. So he was fighting off embarrassment just a few days ago. He rightfully criticized his own company for their poor response to the Hunter Biden story, but he's trying he was trying to have it both ways. Now, Democrats bemoan the fact that the hearing was being held less than a week before the election as if they were actually doing any campaigning or anything else. They kept up their usual gaslighting, accusing conservatives of being unstoppable conspiracy theorists. Really? Really? You know, it's weird. Last night we put something up on YouTube and it outperformed on YouTube live. As we're doing it, it outperformed all of our other videos that we've posted uh, on YouTube. And then suddenly, like all the views stopped, it's just like it's just all the people that wanted to watch it watched it live they were all set they were all they did set. not no one else There's needed not, to tune in not another soul that people were sharing it and everybody said nope
3: i don't want to watch that that's a well-targeted video right yeah. there you got everybody <laughs> everybody of the audience yeah it's,
0: it's weird mike lee who's joining us in about an hour was a bulldog uh, ted cruz i think was like zorro jumping off his horse uh carving a z just underneath the the uh, uh nose ring uh senator Marsha blackburn Fresh off the Amy Coney Barrett hearings, even fresher than she was last week. But here's what it was really about. The figurative public execution didn't happen because everybody was well too, too well prepared. It was less of a Senate hearing and more of a peek into like, I don't know, New York City. Everything was boarded up, you know. And ultimately, you're walking around going, oh, what happened here? Uh, Where do we go next? You know, it used to be something that liberals were concerned about. These giant corporations just taking over. Now it seems like you're a conspiracy theory if you believe everything the left ever said Prior to like 1999. Now they have no problem. Do you remember the flags with the corporations on the flag? And they're like, it's the United Corporations of America. Remember that? There are only three stars on that flag now. Google, Twitter, Facebook. They control so much of America. The hearing faced uh, focused mainly on Dorsey. And Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg always comes off the way he's come off to me in person. It's like, I really want to help. I really don't. I just, this is wrong, isn't it, Senator? Man, can you just tell me what to do? I think Mark Zuckerberg is playing a longer game of Jack Dorsey being the jerk. Mark Zuckerberg is going to be the good guy. That way he has a seat at the table to try to design, you know, some common sense regulations. That's what's really going on here. Going into the 2020 election, social media CEOs have been worried about a hack and leak data dump of hacked material that goes viral on their platforms like Guccifer 2.0 in 2016. Those were the Democratic National Committee uh, numbers and and, uh, emails. Facebook and Twitter nervous about an October surprise, a last minute dump of leaked documents that had the potential to sway the election. Well, we got that, except uh, they're not leaked documents. Uh, We have all kinds of documents. In fact, we have all kinds of witnesses that have the same documents. We know they're true. Nobody wants to report on them. And what does that say? That they hate Donald Trump so much that they will take somebody who, quite honestly, you could make the case, betrayed his country. Joe Biden, if this stuff is real, and I believe we have enough evidence to maybe not convict, I think we do, but maybe not convict, but there's a at least a, sh- a grand jury would be convened. If it was anybody else, a grand jury would be convened, and I believe they'd go to prison. He betrayed the nation, and nobody seems to care. I keep waiting for somebody to drop the hammer on these guys, but they're not going to drop the hammer on them. They're all getting too much money. I don't, think, I don't think Mike Lee and I don't think Ted Cruz are getting money, but too many people in Congress on both sides of the aisle are getting money from, you know, Google and Facebook and Twitter and and what they what they did, what they're talking about now is an extortion racket. Even Harper's said that. The left big tech extortion racket. Remarkably, the author compared the fight against big tech to the Boston Tea Party, which I understand and I think you're probably right, but I want to I want to focus on something that John Tester said yesterday. He's from Montana. John Tester called Big Tech the unregulated Wild West that needs to be dealt with. The problem is, uh, first of all, I mean, most of it was uh, babbling uh, incoherently. I mean, it was I had a better chance of understanding a full speech of Joe Biden than uh, Tester yesterday. Made no sense. First of all, you're from the West. What are you talking about? The the unregulated Wild West. People in the West like the fact that it's not regulated. But he was trying to make this sound like there's a you know, there's there's just shootouts all the time. You know what? The Wild West, if you remember all of the stories of the Wild West were because there was one outlaw. And no one could stand against them. There's one guy that has all of the money, all of the power or he's just an outlaw with a big gang and no one can do anything about it. And he sets all of the rules and he suppresses and he hurts and he steals from everybody. And no one has the guts to take him on. It's High Noon. Do you remember High Noon? Listen to this. The
2: judges left town, Harvey's quit and I'm having trouble getting deputies. People gotta talk themselves into law and order before they
1: do anything about it. Maybe because down deep they don't care. They
2: just don't care. I think you better go while there's still time. It's better for you and it's better for us. Amy.
4: I mean it. If you won't
5: go with me now, I'll be on that train when it leaves here.
2: I've got to stay. Why must you be so stupid, Will? Have you forgotten what he is? Have you forgotten what he's done to people? Have you forgotten that he's crazy? Don't you remember when he sat in that chair and said, You'll never hang me, I'll come back. I'll kill you, Wilkane. I swear it, I'll kill you. A terror-stricken town left him to face four killers.
0: Single-handed. Alone. That's what's happening. Jack Dorsey and Twitter. Zuckerberg and Facebook google and their algorithms they're nothing but street gangs that have come to our town posing as a friend and now are trying to run our town trying to tell us what we can believe in what we can't believe in and no one is willing to stand up because they've either been bought off Or they are standing alone and no one will join them because everybody's too afraid. I truly believe courage is contagious. And I know I'm not alone in saying this. Come and get me. You are not going to frighten me into silence. I will speak as long as I have a voice. I'm not afraid of the government. I am not afraid of social media. I am not afraid of death. I've made my choice on who I serve. And my king believes in freedom of speech. My king believes that each of us are an individual. My king understands individual salvation and not paying for the sins of others. My king teaches me love. My king teaches me common respect for the law. But my king suffered and died And was whipped and scourged and mocked by the law. And even by those who followed God's law. Come what may, I will give my children and my grandchildren a legacy they can be proud of. That when the bullies came to town... I stood. Even if I have to stand alone, which I know I won't have to. Because there are millions of us. It's more than just you and me. Our sponsor this half hour uh, is uh, Norton. Whether you know it or not, you're connected to a whole lot of dangerous people. They're called cyber criminals. And if you're not protected against them, you might be in for a world of hurt because cyber crime is on the rise. It's not going away and not dealing with it involves a whole variety of tools that are left on your tool bench. It's really not that hard. You have to deal with it. Get a toolbox that can handle most of these problems. And if it's, they don't have the tool, you can go out and find the tool and put that one in this toolbox, too. That toolbox is Norton 360. It contains everything you need to protect yourself from existing and emerging threats. It comes with device security. It comes with a VPN with bank grade encryption. It comes with a SafeCam feature, which will notify you if anybody's trying to use your computer's webcam. Norton has been the trusted name in cybersecurity for years, and they're not about to slow down now. Check them out. Get Norton 360. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is the powerful ally for your cyber safety. Get up to 50% off your first year with the annual subscription at norton.com/back. That's norton.com/back. Get 50% off now. 10 seconds station ID. Wells Fargo now is warning. uh, They have a message for their investors. Buckle up. The head of macro strategy warned uh, that Wednesday's market turbulence may be a preview of what is ahead. When you think about the U.S. elections, COVID worsening, and all sorts of other news items coming out in the next couple of weeks, it could be a fairly scary time for investors. I completely agree. Um, please, please do the things that you need to do to be prepared for whatever may come your way. Um, you know we have we have some good news uh, on the economy. We're going to give you that coming up. It, this is the kind of you remember when the press was saying how many jobs were saved or created? How could the government possibly count jobs that were saved? I mean, wasn't even possible. We just got economic news that the annualized GDP for the third quarter is the highest ever on record. It's up 33 percent. That's the highest jump ever. Now, we came from a stalled economy and almost a completely shut off economy, but it's coming back. And. Who do you trust to bring the economy back? The guy who has done it or the guy who said it couldn't be done in 2016? The guy who says, let's encourage people to, c- to create jobs or the person who says, I need more regulation on companies and businesses. I mean,
3: I've never seen have used to a choice as clear as this and this is his best argument right the him president trump talking about the economy i think he had a a a signal that this was going to be a really good quarter we all knew it was going to be a big number but it, it performed well and we're we're going back uh toward normal we hope but like this is the this is the the thing he needs to be focusing on right this is his best argument you know even through all of the worst times of his approval rating the worst times of his COVID handling, all of the things that dropped in the polls, rarely ever did his, uh, his handling of the economy uh, drop near those levels. And, and in fact, he's ahead of Biden on almost every poll on that m- metric.
0: So I just keep thinking that when people go into the uh, voting booth, that they they look at the, the economy and they look at where they were before covid and ask themselves can he do it again or should i trust biden and i just can't imagine it but I, you know, I, I have no idea anymore i don't know who the american
3: people are i think if if people were actually going through the process you just described they would pick trump the problem is they're not going through that process they're just picking do i like trump or do i not like trump that's insane you know they're not they're not considering biden i mean this is a one-person election it is completely a referendum on Trump and whether people want four more years of him or not. And you know, look, you can't you can't do it that way. You should be thinking about what's going to happen if you say no to Trump. What does a presidency of Joe Biden actually look like? And you know, it's not going to be one where we hit our economic potential i mean it's almost no. it's almost impossible it, to, to to
0: argue that side of it you know it, you saw the show last night that i did at nine o'clock it's on youtube it's also available at blaze tv.com it was on my wednesday night special and it was on the first 100 days mm. and i showed you the answer to the questions that they won't answer are they going to pack the court are they going to uh, uh add states Are they going to get rid of the filibuster? And I showed you where these ideas came from and how long they've been in the works and who's involved in all of these things and how the media started spinning these things a long time ago. Right after two weeks after the election, they started spinning the Electoral College thing. And now I think it's 68 percent of Americans believe we shouldn't have the Electoral College. Do you understand what the Electoral College does? If you're living in a big city, you probably don't care because everything is regulated and it's good for you. But you should not dictate what happens in Nebraska. You should not dictate what happens on farms, etc., etc. You can't dominate. That is majority rule. Majority rule always leads to tyranny what happened to America loves the little guy what happened to that we've lost our heritage our history and we've lost all of our principles this is the last grab for the golden ring this
1: is the Glenn Beck program
0: I was talking to you just a minute ago about the toolbox uh, of Norton in the toolbox of Norton 360. You can put LifeLock. Your identity matters a lot to you. Uh, It also means a lot to cyber criminals. There's some jerk out there that would be more than happy living your best life, giving you uh, the uh, opportunity to live their life. It's why you it's vital you don't give them this opportunity. You have to be really careful on how you do business and do things online. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Now, Norton 360 is that toolbox the same company has LifeLock, and you put this into that toolbox, and you have everything covered. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to twenty five percent off your first year with the promo code BEC. Call one eight hundred LifeLock, one eight hundred LifeLock, or promo code BEC at. LifeLock.com. Do it now. Save twenty-five percent. Promo code back One eight
3: hundred LifeLock. And go to BlazeTV.com/slash/Glen. Use the promo code Glen. You get thirty bucks off until Election Day on your annual subscription.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to Mr. Pat Gray, who uh, does uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, a podcast that he records on Blaze Radio Network and TV shortly uh, before this program airs. Uh, And uh, he is also heard wherever you get your
6: podcast. Welcome, Pat. Thank you. It's good to be here. How does it feel, Pat, to be in the presence of a doctor? Yes. Yes. I'm a doctor. Are you a doctor? Of these. No, I'm not yeah, a doctor. you I'm
3: know not a doctor. And also a uh, brand new inductee. Into the, the, radio, the radio Hall, Hall of fame. fame. Well, not yet. Yeah, not yet. They have until tonight to change their mind. Right. And we do think they will.
0: Yeah, God. I really do. I think they might. I think they might. They I mean, like, they should. Yeah. Pat and I have been yeah, lobbying they should. They should. Uh, we,
3: um, hard behind the scenes. Yeah, we I've called been. Craig Kitchen and
6: said, what are, <laughs> I have been, what are you
0: thinking? I have been thinking, you know, where in the Radio Hall of Fame is my stuff going to be? And I figured out. Probably in the broom closet. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're lucky, yeah, <laughs> if I'm lucky, yeah. broom closet. Mm-hmm. Might be in the in the round
6: receptacle in the broom, broom closet. There uh, is a physical me. Radio Hall of Fame, though, right? Yeah, in where Chicago. you can go and visit. in yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, in
3: Chicago. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, people are featured like Bob Hope. Yeah. I know. And Ronald, Ronald Reagan, 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 and uh, not to mention every George. radio legend: yeah.
0: that George that Burns, mm-hmm. Don Imus, Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, Rush mm-hmm. Limbaugh. Thank gr- you. Okay. All right.
3: You know, I don't, I mean, I don't know why you'd be no. giant. The <laughs> I, know. Giants. I know. And, and uh, then Glenn. And then me. Glenn. In the,
0: in, the blue, in the broom
3: closet. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, you're more of a guy. You've longevity, right? You've been around for a long time. They're like, we got to put them in. That's kind of, I think that was the decision-making process. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, how long did it? Forty? <laughs> Forty-two. Forty.
6: I don't even know. Forty-some years. A long
3: time. I yeah. think we got in the same
6: year. I was just three years older than you. Yeah. And that was, that 1977? Uh, 78. 78. 78.
3: 78. So we, yeah. we, I was, we were trying to put together something uh, that would look back at the Glenn Beck career from 1978. So basically, you got 42 years. Mm-hmm. We combined it into 90 seconds.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this has got to be good.
3: <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is the best 90 seconds of Glenn Beck's career. No, I mean, this is actually, look, listen to this. This is going back. Some of these, Glenn is get like. get anything from like the really, really early years? Oh, there's some, yeah. There's some really early oh, stuff nice. in here. Uh, uh, excited. Here. Oh, Looking back God. at the career of one Glenn Beck
0: WPGC KC 101
3: 970 WFLA My name is Glenn Beck
0: Kick it We started with humble beginnings Good morning to you with us Glenn and Tim. It's the Glenn Beck Morning Show Little did I know it would catch on
7: I think you are nuts.
0: i tell you what, if I give you $50, will you go away happy? <laughs> there was a time when I first got on that everybody hated me, man. Mr. Rush Limbaugh. Mayor you. Rudy Giuliani, how are the you, sir? The evil one. Carl Rowe. Hello, Mr. Vice President, how are you? John McCain. Let's say hello to Don Imus. It is Tuesday, September 11th, 2001. We will talk and listen to each other, maybe in a way... ...that we haven't done for quite some time.
1: How can you just sit there? You know who
0: has
3: the right for free speech?
0: Free speech. I do! fledged good Dukkate That's all about power and manipulation. Sniper on the list, did we tell you? Okay, we get it, CNN. Thank you very much. I don't think so. I think this guy's some sick freak. Get off my phone! <laughs> Too much opinion on radio, that's the problem. What is a Peninsula?
2: It's an island surrounded by land, right?
0: Uh, I just got back from Iraq. We have moved or fed 11,450 Iraqi Christians out of the Middle East. Hopefully in a couple of years, you'll hear an old show of mine and you'll say, wow, it's just, it's different. And you'll mean that in a good way. And so will I.
6: Thank you. Wow, how long did that take mm. to make? There's actual people who belong in the Hall of Fame
5: we'll put it together. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh my yeah, gosh, I can't really even...
0: I'm glad you really didn't good. concentrate on anything from WPGC, or <laughs> no. I think there
3: was a KUPY in there, which is like I was 13 years old. Oh, there's some. There were some really old. Was, oh. We had even more that had to be cut. Cut out that had to be limited to 90 seconds. But it, it, you know, like it's been pretty amazing, And an amazing run. When you go back to through your career, yeah, all the different uh, things that have happened, all the huge guests that you've had, all the it's amazing. I I think if you was such an underachiever and in reality, <laughs> you've overachieved you. well past your you
0: time. Well, there you go. Uh, the Hall of Fame is tonight, the induction ceremony, and you can uh, hear it, uh, the broadcast, at 7 p.m. Just go to the iHeartRadio <laughs> app and search for Radio Hall of Fame. Also, it's going to be on Sirius XM, the Triumph Channel, uh, tonight at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time.
6: Hmm. So wanted to play on. that on the Blaze?
0: Uh, I, are we I've asked, not allowed, but I don't, I know we are playing it on the blaze. Yes, we are playing it on blaze radio or yeah, yeah blaze radio. Blaze radio. Okay, so it'll be there. Cool. I don't know. I, you know, I, this is, you know, this is my party. So I, I don't You'll cry I if you didn't, want to. Yeah. And I didn't plan it. Do you so. think they
3: canceled it? So they didn't have to have a ceremony with you
6: in yes, person. Yes, I do. Yeah. Like,
0: Screw because COVID. like, I, I, I guess though, next year,
3: <laughs> everybody who's
0: inducted is supposed to go next year to the big dinner. Oh, okay. But there mm. won't be a big dinner. The world will be on fire by then. I mean, this will all be over, and we'll, half of us will be <laughs> That's dead. Happy. So, That's happening. Yeah, well, I thought so. I thought <laughs> it's so. Really About
3: happy. as optimistic as he's yeah. been off the air, yeah, too. So, uh, um, so,
0: Pat, what, yes. what, are your, what are your thoughts on, uh, you know, here we are just a, oh, my gosh. We are five days away from the, fundamental, from the transformation. fundamental transformation of the United
6: States of America. It's today. Yep. Five days away. Scary. It's scary. I'm trying to inject a little hope, though. Mm. Uh, into this madness every day uh, just so we can survive it, just so we can be sane. And there's actually some things, you know, that lead you to believe that maybe there's hope. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let me me give you a few headlines. Yes, 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 yes. From 2016. Oh, boy. U.S. News and World Report. Seven reasons why Hillary Clinton's win over Donald Trump is a done deal. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Didn't work out very well for him. Uh, Also, this... Survey finds Hillary Clinton has, quote, more than a 99% chance, unquote, (laughs) of winning election over Donald Trump. 99%. Well, they're saying 96% now. Uh, So she lost after a 99% chance. They were predicting uh, she would have 312 electoral votes. Mm -hmm. Uh, She came up with 232. Uh, Then there was this from Reuters. Clinton has a 90% chance of winning. Uh, according to a Reuters-Ipsos poll. And then another chance of winning graph. Hillary Clinton, this was the, I think this was real clear politics, overall uh, average. Of all the polls together, Hillary Clinton had a 71.4% chance to 286 for Donald Trump. Did you read what Hillary Clinton said this week? I was born to be the
0: president. Yeah,
6: she believes it's her birthright. Right, she does. That.
0: I was born to be the president, and
6: that's what mm-hmm. has made this so upsetting to me since Jeez. when when excuse me uh, are we doing royalty now in, a, in the united states of america i was born to hmm. be the greatest television star of all time and it was
0: taken from me oh my gosh what kind of out of control egomaniac is that yep. one that isn't the president <laughs> that's, that's the kind <laughs> okay i i like that mm-hmm. we'll go there mm-hmm. um uh did you see one last thing i want to talk to you about Did you see the Tucker video last night? Yeah, I saw saw it. You're talking about the one where they lost the... Yeah,
4: can we play this real quick?
0: This is the uh, Tucker, uh, the Hunter documents have vanished. This is from Tucker Carlson last night.
4: There's always a lot going on uh, that we don't have time to get to on the air, but there's something specific going on behind the scenes right now that we did feel we should tell you about. So on Monday of this week, we received from a source a collection of confidential documents related to the Biden family. We believe those documents are authentic, they're real, and they're damning. At the time we received them, our, my executive producer, Justin Wells, and I were in Los Angeles preparing to interview Tony Bobolinsky about the Biden's business dealings in China, Ukraine, and other countries. So we texted a producer in New York and we asked him to send those documents mm. to us in L.A., and he did that. So Monday afternoon of this week, he shipped those documents overnight to California with a large national carrier, a brand name company that we've used, you've used countless times with never a single problem but the Biden documents never arrived in Los Angeles. Tuesday morning, we received word from the shipping company that our package had been opened and the contents were missing. The documents had disappeared. Now, to its credit, the company took this very seriously and immediately began a search. They traced the envelope from the moment our producers dropped it off in Manhattan on Monday all the way to 3.44 a.m. yesterday morning. That's when an employee at a sorting facility in another state noticed that our package was open and empty. Apparently it had been opened. So the company's security team interviewed every one of its employees who touched the envelope we sent. They searched the plane and the trucks that carried it. They went through the office in New York where our producer dropped that package off. They combed the entire cavernous sorting facility. They used pictures of what we had sent so that searchers would know what to look for. They went far and beyond, but they found nothing. Those documents have vanished. As of tonight, the company has no idea and no working theory even about what happened to this trove of materials, documents that are directly relevant to the presidential campaign just six days from now. We spoke to executives at that company a few hours ago. They seemed baffled and deeply bothered by this, Mm. and so are we. I'm gonna comment on this
0: in hour number three, but I wanted to get your thoughts. Did you because re- I saw this last night and then I went online and I saw comments about it and it's the stereotypical, you know, leftist stuff saying this because they didn't exist. You're just making this up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
3: Wow. Any, co- any first thoughts on this? I mean, it's incredibly strange, right? I mean, obviously, some packages do get lost. They're not usually opened, though. And then the contents removed. I don't know exactly what would happen. I mean, I, I, I assume they didn't write Tucker Carlson, big hunter documents inside on the outside of the envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, unless I mean, it's hard to know exactly what if it made it all the way across the country till 344 a.m. the day before mm-hmm. someone would have had to know maybe the producer's name. And like, it's just a it's a weird string of events that would lead to these things disappearing. Um, but. I, I mean, the, if this, if the documents, if the uh, company went through all the records and they could find it all the way here and this doesn't happen normally, it is very, very strange. I assume, please tell me they took pictures of the documents and they still have them, right? I mean, like, they they sell copies. their one copy. They got, they got of, copies,
6: I hope, across the deal, right? That would be uh, taken in the facility, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. You would think there would be video surveillance. Here's why I think this is absolutely
0: real. Did you notice he didn't say UPS or Federal Express? He believes the company. He believes the company, Mm -hmm. and the company is upset about it. Otherwise, he would have named the company. He would have thrown them under the bus. He would have thrown them under the bus. Mm -hmm. And he believes that there's a chance that they will find out who did this. And uh, I have some some comments coming up in the third hour, because my wife and I talked about it last night. She was like, come on. And I just reminded her of a few things. And she was like, oh, yeah. So I will mm-hmm. comment on this on hour number three coming up.
3: Notice how Tucker didn't call out the company, but Glenn did call out his wife. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I have her, I put her in a Federal Express bag. And just <laughs> Now she's missing. Now she's missing.
0: Oh, the bag, I got the bag. <laughs> uh, wow, there are so many jokes in there. <laughs> So (laughs) let me just say this. You've made one of the classic blunders. Can you do this? You've made one of the classic. Pat, Pat, give me your best Vincini. Best what? The best uh, Vincini. You've made one of the classic blunders. You've
6: made one of the classic blunders. That that guy? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what classic blunder is this? Is it never to have a land war in Asia?
0: <laughs> never get involved in an energy company's business in Asia. Yes. Never get
6: involved in an energy company's business in Asia. While
0: smoking or crack,
6: something while
0: smoking crack. <laughs> only slightly less but known. <laughs> only slightly less known is purchasing a timeshare. But only
6: slightly less known is purchasing a timeshare. That's despite right. Despite the fact that you get a dinner out of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not only did you buy a timeshare uh but you're probably not using it much if at all before uh, uh 2020 and now uh you know now that we live in 2020 every year that goes by you just keep shelling out the maintenance fee and feeling trapped i have good news for you timeshare termination team is here to help and they have a 100 percent success rate for people that come to them and get them legally out of the timeshare Stop the madness. Timeshare Termination Team. This is this is not one of the fly by night companies. These guys are the real deal. Uh, you'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. Make sure you tell them that I sent you. Call 888 get you out. 888 438 8688 or you can visit them online now at timeshareterminationteam.com. You're
1: listening to Glenn
0: Hey, we don't want you to forget last night uh, we did a show that I think you could share with your friends who are undecided about what's really going on in the Democratic Party, what's really happening. And, and the Democrats have been sold out and it's it's not the Democratic Party that you you have come to believe it is anymore. Um, and we laid out how the change happened and what they really are planning on doing. In the first 100 days, with all of the evidence, and we urge you to watch it. You can find it on BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Glenn, you can save 30% right now, uh, or you can watch it on YouTube while it lasts. Uh, strangely, it's um, it performed overperformed uh, than most of our things that we ever put on YouTube. Way overperformed,
3: and then it just kind of stopped gathering steam. It's weird. It's- you should be thankful. That they even let it on there. Your <laughs> lies. I
0: know. I know. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a story from the Federalist about how many people in the GOP and in the, in the institution, institutional GOPers uh, want the GOP to go back to normal. Um, and they think that it will go back to normal if, if Donald Trump leaves. I got news for you. The GOP is dead. The one that we know is dead. We we the fighters are not the people who are fighting for the Constitution, but I think they're going to have to find a a new party or it's going to have to transform the Democrats. Here's what happened. Listen, hope and change. What was that all about? During the Bush administration, endless wars. You wanted to be told the truth that you wanted transparency on what was really going on. Right. And so. Barack Obama won for a couple of reasons, historic election, and he promised hope and change. People defined that a little bit like they defined Joe Biden. Everybody, he's everything to everybody. It's not really about him, it's about something else. And same with Barack Obama in many ways, with hope and change. I'll tell you how this all fell apart coming up, yet to come on today's show, Mike Lee. Comes up next. Whether you're working from home or working on fitness, it doesn't matter. You want to listen to what you want to listen to and not what your kids are listening to or somebody else is listening to. And right now is the perfect time to get a pair of premium wireless earbuds. Raycon, the way to go. Raycons start at about half the price of. Let's be honest. The Apple. I mean, they just gouge your eyes out. They sound amazing. Raycon's everyday E25 earbuds are the best model yet. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass and more compact design that gives you a comfortable noise-isolating fit. Perfect for conference calls, video chats, or just uh, listening to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Raycon. Co-founded by Ray J. I just got my first pair. They are awesome. Really comfortable. They'll fit in your ears. The sound is perfect. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash back that's buyraycon.com slash back for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds buyraycon.com slash back
1: this is the Glenn Beck program
0: I want to talk to you about Not Free America. This is a great book uh, written by Mike Donovan. It is, uh, it's written by Mike is a guy who fought tyranny for years. He's the founder of the nation's largest pro bono civil rights law firm. And as he puts in the new book, Not Free America, our Bill of Rights has been under attack long before COVID-19 or George Floyd's murder. If you refuse to surrender your liberty to any earthly power, this is a book that you need to read. Not Free America. It solves the issue of citizens being used by the government, but it's more than just a book, it is an actual solution. Go to NotfreeAmerica.com. Look and take the look at and take their liberty pledge and order your copy of this book today to stop the overreaching abuse of our government and what actions you can take to do better. This is a liberty crisis in America. Read it now. NotFreeAmerica.com NotFreeAmerica.com And order your book now.
1: Entertainment and Enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: There are two walls of uh, fire that we have to make sure keep lit so those who want to destroy our Constitution cannot cross them. One of them is the presidency, the other is the Senate. If you lose both the House and the Senate, you got nothing. You got nothing. Um, sorry not the house and the senate but the presidency and the senate we must hold on to the presidency and the senate we're going to talk to mike lee about what the senate has been up to uh, including what happened yesterday with the hearing on big tech censorship this is so critically important and i don't know how only one side seems to care about it mike lee joins us in 60 seconds
1: this is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: When you're playing a team st- sport, it is critical that you don't go out onto the court and try to win the game all by yourself. At least that's what people who watch sports tell me all the time. Let me tell you something buying and selling a house is a team sport. You try to do everything by yourself, and you're going to miss a lot of things, not to mention how exhausting the whole process will be. What you need is the best set of teammates you can get. Which means you need the best real estate agent you can get because the good ones come with an entire team. The agents who work with Real Estate Agents I Trust, my company, they're the best in the best in your area. They know all the right people to get a hold of people to help you, and they know all the best practices for buying and selling homes. They have the best track record, and I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to interview one for yourself today, and you'll see what I mean. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all, realestateagentsitrust.com. Senator Mike Lee, one of the bulldogs yesterday as the senators were grilling the chief executives of Google, Facebook and Twitter. Welcome to the program, Senator.
5: Thank you, Glenn. Good to be back on your show. (sighs)
0: So first of all, can we just can can I ask, are we going to hold the Senate?
5: We are going to hold the Senate. Uh, I I, I believe we're going to because I believe in Winston Churchill's words that the American people will do the right thing after they've exhausted every other alternative. There is no reasonable alternative that involves giving this thing over to the Democrats when they promise to pack the court, when they have promised to add two states to keep a perpetual Democratic majority. When they promise to enact Green New Deal policies and decimate the fossil fuel industry, we can't allow that to happen. So, look, I can't see the future, Glenn, but I can see that the future under Democratic control of the Senate is a dismal one. And we're not going to accept that.
0: And it's not just, it's not like the usual, hey, you can't let Harry Reid and Nancy Pelosi. This is, these are Constitution busters.
5: Are they not? Absolutely. They are Constitution busters. These are things that would do irreparable harm to our system of government. Take packing the court, for example, Glenn. It's not technically unconstitutional, but it would undo the constitutional fabric. It it would completely decimate the way we undertake separation of powers in this country. It would become a political body more than it would be a judicial body. And that's really tragic.
0: If if I'm not mistaken, or FDR tried this and he just wanted a rubber stamp for all of his New Deal policies. And only 34 percent of the Republican or the Democrats back then stood against it. But it it failed. They had control, but it failed. Do you see that kind of spirit at all in the Democratic Party of standing against it? No,
5: no, no, I don't. I don't. And And Glenn, here's the really upsetting part to me. When FDR trotted this thing out in the fall of 1936 and then introduced the legislation in early 1937, yes, it technically failed. Yes, he technically didn't get it passed, but it ended up leaving a a serious dent, made a tragic mark. It resulted in one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse switching sides, Justice Owen Roberts. And they were so scared by this thing that Owen Roberts started rubber stamping his New Deal era Mm -hmm. legislation. And to this day, we're suffering under the consequences of a Supreme Court that basically relinquished its duty to draw a line between what the Congress has authority to enact under the Commerce Clause and what it doesn't.
0: So they're also talking about Joe Biden said that we're, we're, we're not only just looking at that, we're also looking at other options like the fact that we wouldn't mess with the lifetime appointment, but maybe we would switch uh, Amy Coney Barrett to another court.
5: What what is that? Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, simple word for that. I think the word is unconstitutional. Uh, It it doesn't work. Uh, That's too cute by half. And uh, uh, Joe needs to go back to dominoes in the basement of Delaware. Uh, This constitutional analysis, um, uh, uh, w- while in the condition that he's in much of the time doesn't work. And, and that logic certainly doesn't work.
0: Uh, let me, could you explain to the American people why the Electoral College is so important?
5: Okay, so we're not a direct uh, uh, well, democracy. democracy. We, we We have embedded within our system certain mediating institutions that are there to make sure that we're not run by the mob. And so we have counter-majoritarian features, including things like the First Amendment and the Fifth Amendment, and including things like the Senate, where each state is equally represented, and where that equal representation among the states is also represented in the way our presidents are chosen. It's not a direct presidential election. If you get rid of the Electoral College, small states like mine become flyover country. They become almost irrelevant. Because all of a sudden, everybody would spend all their time campaigning in New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, and a couple of other cities. And that's it. That's all they would need to win a simple majority is to campaign in a few very major media markets. And, and why
0: is that? Why is that so bad, Mike? I mean, that's where the majority of the people live.
5: Yeah, it's bad because it it, it overturns the fact that we are a, a constitutional federal republic uh uh, we're not simply a single nation
0: yeah but what does that really mean i mean we all we all live by majority rule what's bad what's wrong with majority rules
5: well majority rules is a terrible terrible path to take because it always leads to tyranny the founding fathers knew this and so they sought to mediate at every step the implications of mob rule
0: well, wait. Majority rules on the Supreme Court. What's the difference?
5: Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, the Supreme Court's not a policy-making body, at least for now. At least until Joe Biden gets into office and implements his court-packing plan, it's it's not a political body. And so, yes, a majority rules among them. But among the citizenry generally, you need principles governing, and you need local government governing. You get rid of the Electoral College. That is a very serious step toward us no longer being 50 semi-sovereign entities operating as one for limited purposes.
0: Mike, let me switch uh, to Deseret.com, which is so unbelievably pro-America and and pro-Constitution. Said Senator Lee and other Republicans accuse tech companies of partisan censorship. We know that the Democrats did the opposite and said, that's ridiculous. You're just uh, living in a fantasy conspiratorial world, if you believe that. Tell me what you think happened yesterday, and did anything important happen when you had the CEOs of Google, Facebook, and Twitter sitting in front of you guys?
5: Yeah, let me tell you what happened. Um, I sat them down, and I said, look, um, you're all... Acting as if this bias doesn't exist and just as importantly as if it swings both ways. They all are really fond of saying things like, you know, uh, we, we've got uh, our detractors on both sides of the aisle. Neither side's really happy with us. That's a, that's a, sort of the progressives way of pretending like um, they're not batting for the socialist team. And I said to them, "Okay, I want to ask all three of you, all three of you have told us, all three of you have said to the American people on the record, we don't tip the scale for partisan ideological reasons or along political lines. Can you back that up? And can you give me a single instance of a high profile conservative individual or entity who's been censored, meaning? whose content has been disfavored, whose ad has been taken down, whose blog or website has been demonetized or has otherwise received negative adverse treatment from you. Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook, couldn't come up with one. He said, I, well, we've got, we've got a whole lot of them on both sides of the aisle. And I said, I, I don't need to know all of them. I need to know one from the top of your head. We can all think of probably dozens on the Republican side of the aisle. Most Americans can, who have had that happen. I just want one on the liberal side that that's happened to. Couldn't name one. Jack Dorsey, couldn't name one. Again, he tried the same technique as Zuckerberg. Oh, there are lots. I'll get back to you. And I said, no, I want one, and I want one right now. He couldn't give me one. Then we had uh, Mr. Pakai from Google, who by that point had had two or three minutes, and I'm probably, uh, I'm sure they probably passed him a note. He identified a couple of relatively obscure ones that I haven't heard of. I haven't been able to verify yet. Otherwise, couldn't name any. And so uh, uh, my point there was you cannot claim publicly that you're even handed and you're not weighing the scale and get continuously discriminate only against high profile conservatives, Republicans, pro-life groups and candidates. You can't do that. That in turn is at least incompatible with the spirit if not also the letter of section five of the federal trade commission act and i think we need to look into that
0: so uh, mike uh, i think it's important uh, what you and particularly you and senator cruz did yesterday you put them on notice we're not going away and we don't believe you however where's the teeth when do the teeth actually bite into the meat When is something going to be done?
5: All right. So one of the most immediate direct ways that we could achieve action, we know that we don't have it. There is no 230 proposal that exists out there right now that we know would fix the problem or that comes anywhere close to having uh, being able to pass in either House of Congress. Uh, I'm working on one. Uh, there are several other members who are working on their own. I have yet to see one that actually does the job. It, it could happen. In the meantime, there are a few tools that we have at our disposal under existing law. One is Section 5 of the Better Trade Commission Act that deals with, uh, 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 with deceptive, uh, unfair trade practices. Another consists of our antitrust laws in some instances, one or more of these companies may have involved in antitrust violations. I held a hearing on this just a few weeks ago as uh, chairman of the Senate Antitrust Subcommittee. And we've got ongoing investigations. We've got ongoing legal actions brought by the Department of Justice against Google on that front. So it's, it's not as though we're unarmed currently, but uh, we are looking for ways to update and modernize the law to make them more accountable it's not necessarily easy to get anything passed in Congress right now, but we're going to try. Um,
0: If Donald Trump loses, God forbid, does this Hunter Biden stuff just go away? And have you looked at the documents yourself? And do you believe them uh, to be verified?
5: As to the Hunter Biden documents themselves, no one, from the Biden campaign, is saying these are not Hunter Biden's emails. I, if, if they are, then I, 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 I want to be corrected. But to my knowledge, Glenn, not a single person connected to the Biden campaign has said these aren't real. Right, Hunter Biden himself, to my knowledge, has not said they're not real. So there's not even an inference of their fraudulence at this point. There's not even a suggestion of that. As to your first question, if Joe Biden gets elected president of the United States, does this go away? Probably. Probably, yeah. Jeez. Because I, I, I doubt that there is any federal office that would look at it at this point. I mean, it's it's gone away from for this long. The media hasn't covered it, with the exception of Fox News, Wall Street Journal, uh, you and, and and a couple of other people out there. It's been crickets. Um, uh, it, it really is tragic. And yet the news media is not holding him to account for the fact that there are some very serious questions here and he's dismissing it as if it were nothing.
0: Well, it seems to be uh, a problem, you know, when the police are bad and I say that about the FBI and those investigating this, if the police are bad, there's no one to run to and there seems to be a real problem in the Justice Department and, and FBI.
5: Yes, uh, there, there does. Look, I've been concerned for some time uh, about the FBI. Um, the, uh, the leadership of Chris Ray has mm-hmm. not brought clarity uh, uh, to the dark and murky deep state, and uh, it, it needs to happen. I strongly suspect that there will be Changes within the FBI leadership structure uh, immediately after the election Mm -hmm. if President Trump wins. And I look forward to that.
0: Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Senator Mike Lee from uh, Utah. Thank you for guarding our Constitution. All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about American financing. If you are looking to buy property, if you're looking to refi or consolidate, please uh, talk to American Financing at AmericanFinancing.net. Uh, There was just a story today from Wells Fargo, I think, that said after the election, things could get really dicey um, uh, for the dollar and for Wall Street. Uh, You think so? Please, please. We are five days away from the possibility of fundamental transformation. We have got to have our ducks in a row by Tuesday and American Financing can help you do that. Get your house financially in order before you just aren't qualified for a loan anymore. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Let's do 10 seconds station ID. You know what's really frightening to me is how the left now views the average American. I don't think, and if if this is you, um, you need to you need to go you need to go back and check yourself. Um, but those on the left—I'm not talking about Democrats. Those on the left have no time or space for those who think differently. And they have, they have just whipped everybody up into this frenzy to where they are talking about now, what do we do? How do we, how do we deal with these Republicans? What do you mean, how do you deal with these Republicans? What does that mean? How do we, we just can't let these Trump supporters just go. What are you talking about? If can you imagine if Donald Trump would have said that about Hillary Clinton supporters? What would be your what would be your option? What 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 are you planning on doing? This we are changing fundamentally to a banana republic. When one side wins, they have to wipe out everyone else. That's the problem. With not accepting the results of an election, if the election is fair, if there's no funny business going on, if there's no cheating going on, well, then Americans
3: accept that. Even if I mean, honestly, even there's always some level of cheating in these events. Yeah. And. We've accepted elections before that I you, know, you could totally JFK. yeah. I mean, you could totally look at it and say there was massive fraud going on, mm-hmm. massive shadiness. What sets us apart? Because everybody can always have this qualifier at the end, right? Well, you know, look, I just think there was there was lots of fraud. That's what every dictator that loses says, mm-hmm. right? You you. We have to have a system that people have faith in, that people are treating, uh, are, are treating correctly, that are not motivated to win at any costs and overrun all the rules to get their way. And we've accepted losses that I hated. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think I mm-hmm. wanted Barack Obama to be president of the United States. I thought he was a terrible president. Uh, but we accepted it. Bill Clinton, we accepted it. There's not there's not a, it's it's been the opposite for Democrats. Every election in my adult life, they have lost. They have said was stolen from them. Every single one of them. I don't know I, I, how do you deal with a side of the aisle that that acts this way? They oh well, the, the the Ohio voting machines were hacked. That was 2004. Oh, 2000 was well covered. Yeah. Obviously. Uh we saw it we see it every single time they win. I mean, they've spent the last four years telling us that russia stole the election from uh from hillary Clinton. they're still telling us that and they're and they're saying
0: new things about russia yeah I, this like, hunter biden thing is russia
3: you, you can't take aside seriously when they can they they go on the television all the time and complain about how they're so worried donald trump won't leave the white house well you know You guys have complained about this every single election. Every one of them. Every time you lose, you say it was unfair. Every time. You don't have a leg to stand on in this case. Back in just a minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Rectech is... It's just the best grilling experience you'll ever have. seems like only yesterday I was grilling up some food on my Rectech. Oh, no, that was yesterday. (laughs) That's the uh, beauty of Rectech. Even when the weather isn't great, you can cook the best tasting food to perfection. Whether you're grilling, smoking, even baking, Rectech's smart grill technology ensures that the whole time the temperature is going to remain constant, even if the weather around it changes. I have loved this thing since the first day I tried it out. You can control everything from an app, so you don't have to be standing out there in the really, really super hot or in the super cold, uh, and, and I don't burn things. I haven't burned a single thing on it yet, and uh, I burn almost everything on a regular grill. <laughs> Follow Rectech on social media. Sign up for their newsletter. That's Rectech with a Q at the end. Visit rec-tech with com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com.
3: Tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Glenn Beck inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. You can hear it on the iHeartRadio app, 7 p.m. Eastern or on Blaze Radio.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. Seth Dillon, may he live forever, is the CEO of the Babylon Bee, the world's most trusted, factually accurate news source. We have Seth on the phone with us now. Hello, Seth. <laughs> Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having uh, me on. You bet. So I think one of the funniest things, I mean, you guys are funny every single day, and I love what you do. Um, Thank you. But one of the funniest things I've seen in a while, and it was because of the reaction, was the, was the post where you said Senator Hirono demands uh, that Amy Coney Barrett be weighed against a duck to see if she's a witch. Uh, (laughs) And the quotes were all from Monty Python. I mean, it was really brilliant. And you had a picture of her in the committee hearing with a duck in a burlap bag next to her. And uh, uh, you were banned by Facebook. (laughs) We were demonetized. Demonetized,
8: yeah. They they didn't take down our page, but they, they threatened us. Well, they didn't threaten. They penalized us with demonetization and said that this was an incitement to violence because... There was a line in that article that said, we must burn her. And anybody well, wait, wait, but,
0: wait. <laughs> you can't just say that you have to say the entire line. Do you have the entire line in front of me? Because I, I think I have it here someplace. Uh, we do. I, yeah. You want to read it? No, I, go uh, ahead. Go ahead.
8: I, I got to find it. Hold on one second. Uh,
0: uh, I just love this. I just love this line. I'm looking forward so to.
8: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absurd. Oh, she's a witch, all right. Just look at her, said Senator Hirono. Just look at the way she's dressed and how she's so much prettier and smarter than us. I just know it. We, we must burn her. I mean, it's just it's absolutely ridiculous.
0: <laughs> and the line about, I know, not only am I a senator, I know a few things about science. And uh, s- uh, wood floats, so do ducks. And so if she weighs the, the same weight as a duck... Uh, is she can be burned because she's. It's. I mean, it's great stuff, and there's no. There's no way anyone took that seriously.
8: No, no, and this is we've had this happen before, where there's just stories that I mean, if you remember what happened with CNN, uh, the CNN story we did and Snopes fact checking it. Um, you know, we did we did a piece about how, um, CNN had bought an industrial washing machine to spin the news in before they published it. And it was just like on the face of it. So absurd. Obviously, they're not going to spin it. It doesn't even make sense. It's just silly. It's just a silly joke about their bias and their agenda. Right. Um, But but they fact checked it and and Facebook uh, threatened to penalize us for that because we were putting out misinformation. So it was a similar situation where I mean, there are stories that we publish that that are close enough to the truth um, reality. Everything is believable today, right? So, right. I mean, it's, it's, right. it's, it's very frequent that we'll become close to the truth and that mm-hmm. we'll even prophesy, prophesy the truth because these things come true all the time. But um, in, in these cases, these are two examples where we've had run-ins with Facebook, and these are the most outrageous stories you can imagine. And plus this one, this is a common reference. I mean, Money oh, Python is a, is, a, is a classic popular so, film. So, uh, you know, people who are reading this understand That this
0: is a joke. So when you said to Facebook, well, hang on just a second. You allow uh, leaders of Black Lives Matter to say, if we don't get our way, burn this system down. That's allowed. But this is a violation of your. Your violence portion
1: uh, of well, your rules. You know, this is
8: yeah. This is the point that I make. It's it's not that we're actually violating their community standards. You know, they did apologize and, and reinstate us, whatever. We made us think about it, but we're not. We're we're never actually violating their community standards. But they're always reaching to to try to treat us as if we did. And my question is, and the question that they won't answer is why. Why are they treating us that way? You know, there's, there's plenty of other sites out there. There's movements, there's groups. There's, there's groups that call for violence, promote violence. They consider violence a justified option in, mm-hmm. in, instead of discourse. Uh, and we're just simply, we wake up every day, Glenn, in the morning. We look at the headlines and we think, what would be a funny take on that? What would be a funny take on that? And that's what we do. We go and write a funny, you know, uh, uh, satirical uh, take on the issues, whatever they are. So that's how, I mean, we have no ill intentions whatsoever. But it goes beyond the social networks. You have media coverage of us, too. I don't know if you saw the piece in the New York Times recently. It was, you know, one more instance of them questioning our motives and saying, are they, are they trying to misinform people under the guise of comedy and this oh is how gosh. they circumvent Facebook's rules?
0: Imagine you know, really saying that about them. NBC's uh, uh, Saturday Night Live, which I do believe is biased, but I just right, did. Right. I don't okay. watch it. If I don't like it, I don't watch it.
8: Right, right. But it only it, they, they say those things about us. But I mean, look, you know, you've got you've got a lot of political statements being made over at The Onion. The Onion is the most popular satire site that's on the other side of the aisle from us in terms of you know political leanings. And, 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 and their motives are never questioned. They're just considered a funny satire site. Um, and we see that all the time. The media's treatment, the media's silent on, on, on their stuff. And then the fact checks that are done of The Onion, which are fewer and further between than ours, are so friendly they're, they're with kid gloves it's oh this is a, this is a satire site the best satire site on the internet it's funny stuff just right. laugh at it that's the way they handle those fact checks so uh we we are certainly treated differently there's double standards all over the place and I, i'm not sure how people don't see it uh
0: we're talking to seth Dillon, uh the ceo of the babylon b um so you you won this uh they they remonetized you but you know that doesn't help for the lost money and the lost exposure that you have uh you suffered during that time my problem is um with this system you are guilty until you prove yourself innocent right this flips american the thought of american justice and fair play completely on her head
8: well, I'd say let me say it's even worse than that. Uh, it's worse than that because we are only out of Facebook jail because we have a platform. We, ha- we are able to make noise. We have a huge following, a very vocal following that's loyal and devoted to us. We have reporters, people in the media, people like you that follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and, and we'll talk about this stuff when we make people aware of it. So we're able to Um, uh, bring negative attention to Facebook's doorstep when they do this kind of stuff to us. But what about the little guys? What about people who don't have a large following? What about a small business who posts you know, Mm -hmm. blog article that was deemed, you know, an incitement to violence and they get shut down. They have no recourse whatsoever. So they don't even have the opportunity to appeal or make or make noise or prove themselves innocent. So it it, it, you you have no uh, you need a platform in order to do that. We found that we're only successful in this case. This is a great example of this. We uh, we went through the formal channels of appealing with Facebook. Um, They give you that option. When this stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And the person who manually reviewed this article upheld the original ruling that it was an incitement to violence. So we got a firm no from Facebook. They said, no, you're demonetized. until you fix this. You got to edit that article. Um, and that's when we went public with it and brought attention to it, because that's just ridiculous. But we're fortunate enough to be in a position where we can do that but not everybody is How many people does this happen to and they have no recourse?
0: Well they did this to me when you know when I was on Fox uh, I you know I this show started as a comedy show a lot of the stuff I do you know I, I've done in the past has been uh, you know with a comedic bent to be able to make the right, point. Right. They took everything that I did, took it out of context, made it seem like I really actually meant those things, and right. and it it was just not worth the hassle anymore. Which is so damaging because I think they know the power of comedy.
8: Yeah, yeah, they do. It's a threat. I mean, I, I, look, we love this quote from G.K. Chesterton. It's a it's a brilliant. It, he puts it brilliantly, and, and the. Uh, framing the effectiveness of humor. He said, humor can get in under the door while seriousness is still fumbling at the handle. Mm. And I love that because it's, it's true. I mean, humor is disarming. When you wrap a message in the package of humor, it's easier to deliver it. It's more easily received. This stuff that more easily goes viral, even on really controversial or heated topics. Um, so, you know, when we're making our points really effectively using it, then yeah, they try to find ways to, to, uh, to denigrate us, to smear us, to, to, to shut us up. Um, and, and it's it 's clearly you know a building of a predicate for censorship in, in in our view and um and certainly dangerous
0: have you have you been following at all the uh truth and reconciliation trials and committees uh suggestions that that the Democrats are seemingly wanting to pick up have you been following that
8: uh truth and reconciliation. You're talking about identifying people um, after this election is over, you know, picking out these people who are problematic. Yes. Kind
0: of yes. Uh, anybody I, in the media, heard, uh, you know, anybody. Yeah, in, I've
8: heard yeah. mentions of that, you know, trying to build lists. You, this is not over. You know, we're going to come after you kind of stuff. And a lot of that, I don't know how much of that is uh, is, an, is an empty threat, but it, I certainly wouldn't put it past them to, to think in those terms and, and try to do something like that. I think it's,
0: it's awful seth i'll have I'm my well, yeah. I'll, I'll have my research team send you some information on this and their white papers on it it's not an empty threat the extreme left is yeah. really pushing for this and that puts all of us uh especially you i don't know if you know who um oh shoot what was his name uh, i can't remember now he was the famous actor in germany Uh, He was probably the number one box office uh, comedy actor, Uh, and he took on the uh, the Nazis for a long time, finally escaped uh, because they shut him down. But he really thought he could get away with it. In the end, he his story is remarkable. Uh, Those people who uh, don't appreciate the uh, (laughs) the fact that they're not infallible. Uh, when right. they want to shut people up, they become very vindictive, and they go after people who can rally or people that can make people laugh.
8: Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all the more reason for us to be more vocal, right? Yes, it uh, we, is. You know, we it's not that we relish this fight, uh, you know, that we enjoy it, um, but we certainly we won't back down from it, that's, that's for sure. You.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. That's... Uh, The CEO of the Babylon Bee, which if you don't follow, you should. It's very, very funny. Uh, And repost and support. Uh, We are entering really difficult times. And I, I beg you, I beg you to right now know where your line is. Know what you will accept and what you won't accept. Know what you will do if, you know, voices are silenced. How are you even going to get information if we are not heard? uh, How will you get information right now? You get about 10% of the stuff that I post. Uh, That's remarkable on Instagram. If you follow me, only 20% of my audience gets what I post 20%. They want to make sure that you're not seeing things. That's not America. America. If things go poorly next week and we don't know who won or anything else, we are going to tell you what we truly believe. Because I'm on national radio, I know that voice is secure for a while, depending on who wins. So we'll be able to talk to you on radio. We will be able to talk to you at TV.com. But I don't know if you will get much, if any, of our stuff if you follow us on social media. Please subscribe to our free email newsletter. It's free. You'll get it every day. It will have a link so you can get all of the news that we're watching uh, the things that we say that we're doing that I believe in also blaze the com also has a free email newsletter that will give you all of the news beyond what I'm just watching all of the news that the blaze does. And more importantly, it gives us connection back to you. We can reach out directly to you where I'm not sure that's going to be um, I'm not sure that's not going to be throttled, if not silenced in the next few weeks, just depending on what is going on in our in our cities and our country. So please do that now. If you'd like to join us at the blaze boy, we need you to subscribe because there is also a possibility. I will save this story for. A little while. There is something that is going on right now that makes me say this. Um, our sponsors are going to be intimidated and intimidated like never before. And uh, I just fear for that. We are going to need your support. Sign up at blaze slash Glenn. It's 30% off your first year uh, up until the election. It's blaze TV Com. let me tell you about car shield uh car shield your car's not going to run forever one of these days that old check engine light is going to come on and you're going to ignore it the way you usually do the way i usually do and then something like a computer ship is going to go and then it goes to the big auto parts star in the sky well that's when you'd wish you would have done something uh but you realize nah, he wouldn't have been able to afford that anyway that's when you're really gonna wish you had car shield car shield they have customized monthly payments with very low rates you have the freedom to choose whether you have your car worked on by your own mechanic or by the dealership and they pay them directly so you don't have to worry about any of it car shield has helped over a million customers and I'm one of them they've helped me twice they've pulled my bacon out of the fire twice um, I used to dread car repairs Don't. Your car is out of warranty. You get Car Shield. Car Shield. See why their cars go further. 800 665 2157. 800 665 2157. It's carshield.com. Use the promo code Beck and save 10%. Carshield.com. Promo code Beck.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: I, um,. I really want to thank a, uh, a listener who just, I, all I know is it's William, I think, William, maybe William D., sent me these cufflinks, uh, Mercury had dimes and another one with a Mercury logo on it, uh, so I could wear them uh, at the uh, Radio Hall of Fame tonight, and it was really kind of you. Thank you for thinking of me. Uh, I wish I could send you a thank you note or something, but I didn't get a return address or even your full name. But thank you for that. If you want to hear the Radio Hall of Fame broadcast tonight, as I'm inducted at 7 p.m., you can go to the iHeartRadio app, search Radio Hall of Fame, listen to it on SiriusXM, the Triumph channel, or you can uh, hear it at Blaze Radio. Uh, If you're a member of of, uh, Blaze, you'll be able to hear that tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's 6 p.m. Central. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button. When it pops up a few seconds later, honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over 100 5 five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's joinhoney.com slash back
1: this is the glenbeck program
0: it's time I believe is it Sarah? Is it time? Yeah, for my Built Bar snack. Ah uh, yeah. Time to eat. It's time to eat. It's
3: always time to eat, Stu. It is always time, time to eat, eat as you can see by looking at us. Yeah. But uh for you, you whenever the Built Bar commercial co- pops up, you just, just think that that means you have to eat a Built Bar, which Amen. is not part of the deal. You don't think so? You can just talk
0: about how much you All like I them. I i'm really not even hungry but it's more like a snack you know what i mean it's yeah. more like a treat hey you've made it two hours awake have some candy you should be rewarded for right am I, <laughs> I right, do agree am with I right? Yeah. all right built bar is a protein bar but it doesn't taste anything like a protein bar protein bars usually taste like a doormat this doesn't great flavors really good for you 130 calories real chocolate what else do i need to say it's yummy Go to Built Bar right now, builtbar.com. Make sure you use the promo code BEC, save 10 bucks. It's builtbar.com.
1: of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, yes. Hello, America. We are, in fact, can you play it, Sarah? We're five days away. We're five days away from the election. And let me just remind you.
6: Five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. Yeah!
0: america so i'm happy about that yeah Yeah. i mean i know i love this country i love this painting a mona lisa but i mean her smile is all wrong in the background we're just going (laughs) to transform it just a little bit but hey i love michelangelo and the mona lisa
1: this is the glenn beck program
0: five days away five days away um, let me tell you about rough greens. Uh, my dog Uno is is such a changed animal ever since I started putting rough greens on his food. Sometimes, you know, I joke that I might have to taper down just a little bit with him because uh, it looked like it's working a little too, you know, too, too good. You know, he's he's healthy. He's happy. Come on. Uno! no. Slow down. Slow down. Your owner's not exactly happy and healthy. So don't try that. Hey, let's go out and play. Let's uh, let's go and throw the ball. Come on. Throw the ball. Throw the ball. Mm, find somebody else, bud. Or I'm tapering it down. Uh, he has gained weight, which is what we were trying to get him to do. Some dogs, you put this on and they lose weight uh, and it's because their activity level goes way up. They they have such energy. It's like they are kids again. It really is. And it all comes from the probiotics and the uh, digestive enzymes and even the omega oils and antioxidants. All the stuff that you're supposed to have, your dog's supposed to have too. rough greens, not a dog food. You put it on top and it changes your dog. See your dog turn into a healthier and happier dog. Watch them thrive again. Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. <laughs> All right, I want to play, uh, I want to play a cut uh, from last night's Tucker Carlson show, which, by the way, Pray for Tucker Carlson, pray for him, pray for his staff. Uh, He is one of the bravest people uh, on television. I think he is quite honestly. I know I'm going to leave somebody out on this, so I I apologize in advance, but I think he's the only one on cable television actually telling the whole truth, the truth that you need to hear. Um, He is he's doing a fantastic job. Tucker and I are not, you know, I think we're friends now, but we were never, you know, close or anything else. And I think there was a time when Tucker didn't like me, but um, that's
3: most people went through that time with you. There's the defense.
0: So anyway, um, you know, and I'm not saying this because I have anything to gain with Tucker. Uh, I just really respect the job he's doing right now. And I know what it is like to be in the position that he's in right now. It is a dangerous world that he is living in on. I mean, there are booby traps all around him. So please pray for him and all others that are speaking the truth, uh, because it's going to get a lot more difficult should the president lose next week, which I am not willing to accept, but God's will be done. Um, All right. Let me... Let me play what he said yesterday on television, because it was pretty shocking.
4: There's always a lot going on uh, that we don't have time to get to on the air, but there's something specific going on behind the scenes right now that we did feel we should tell you about. So on Monday of this week, we received from a source a collection of confidential documents related to the Biden family. We believe those documents are authentic, they're real, and they're damning. At the time we received them, my executive producer, Justin Wells, and I were in Los Angeles preparing to interview Tony Bobulinski about the Biden's business dealings in China, Ukraine, and other countries. So we texted a producer in New York and we asked him to send those documents to us in LA. And he did that. So Monday afternoon of this week, he shipped those documents overnight to California with a large national carrier, a brand name company that we've used, you've used countless times with never a single problem. But the Biden documents never arrived in Los Angeles. Tuesday morning, we received word from the shipping company that our package had been opened and the contents were missing. The documents had disappeared. Now, to its credit, the company took this very seriously and immediately began a search. They traced the envelope from the moment our producers dropped it off in Manhattan on Monday all the way to 3.44 a.m. yesterday morning. That's when an employee at a sorting facility in another state noticed that our package was open and empty. Apparently, it had been opened. So the company's security team interviewed every one of its employees who touched the envelope we sent. They searched the plane and the trucks that carried it. They went through the office in New York where our producer dropped that package off. They combed the entire cavernous sorting facility. They used pictures of what we had sent so that searchers would know what to look for. They went far and beyond, but they found nothing. Those documents have vanished. As of tonight, the company has no idea and no working theory even about what happened to this trove of materials, documents that are directly relevant to the presidential campaign just six days from now. We spoke to executives at that company a few hours ago. They seemed baffled and deeply bothered by this. And so are we. So
0: I said to my wife last night, I said, did you see this? And she said what I think many Americans will think, and that is they didn't make a copy. Why didn't they make a copy? Come on, wait a minute. You think that somebody was, I mean, how did somebody even know what was in there? So let me give you the conversation that I had with my wife. Last night. And that is this. We have sent. Her wedding ring. A diamond ring. Through Federal Express. We have. uh, Sent. Things of great value. Uh, I just bought some silver. Last. You know what? A month ago. And it was shipped UPS. I've. I've never had, I've had packages not arrive, get lost or late, but it's always arrived. And I've never had anything opened on the way. Has, have you? Never. Never. So, as he said, it was opened. It was in one of their facilities and it was opened. Now, What did he have a big Tucker Carlson sticker on it? Hey, top secret documents that might hurt Biden. Don't open this. No. Somebody had to know that package was on its way. The first thing I said to my wife last night, do you not recall the night that you said to me? Dear God, we're, li- we're living like a Jason Bourne movie when we were at Fox. So do you remember what that was like? Do you remember? Do you remember how many times we had our offices swept for bugs? And not just because we thought somebody from the left was doing it. Yes, they were going through our garbage But not just because we worried about, you know, Soros kind of people, but because we also had credible reason to suspect that there would be someone that would want the information that we were going to go through and have and have it before we broadcast from the right. Well, why didn't why didn't they make a copy? How many people, honey, do you trust? Do you trust? My wife is not a conspiracy. She doesn't. I mean, honestly, she just. She just she's not impressed with politics, politicians, celebrities, money, fame, none of it. I am the luckiest man in the world, because if she were. I'd be out of control, but she is not impressed with any of it. She doesn't like most of it. She is always the first to me to say, wait a minute, wait, wait. You think what's going to happen? She's a great check on me. She's my soulmate. She's my other half. We don't have people over at our house anymore. Anyone over to our house anymore. We don't have, we have probably maybe four people that we know that uh, we trust that are, that she will say they can come over. And, and, and we have many, I mean, everyone I've worked with, Stu, Sarah, She doesn't, it's not that she doesn't like people or doesn't trust individuals. She just no longer trusts people. And it's the worst thing that has happened to my wife because of what I do. It's the worst thing. And I try to say to her, honey, you got to separate. And she's, we've just been burned too many times and she just doesn't want it around the family and in the house so if you are working exposing something as dynamic as this hunter biden story this is the most if the press knows it or they would allow it to be get they would they would follow up on it they would at least ask biden is that his laptop are these real they won't even ask it they know How damaging this is, if they even recognize it. A good friend of mine. uh, Who was there at one of my Jason Bourne uh, moments and actually was, I mean, one of the guys that I've always thought was the, the sanest, calmest man I've ever met. Uh, uh, encouraged me to do some things to take precautions. And I went, are you kidding me? And this is a guy who had been around Washington and been around the media a lot and was not a paranoid guy at all. I was shocked when he said this to me. And he said, after he suggested what he did, he said, do you think the movies are all fiction? This stuff is real. It happens. What do you think Watergate was all about? We are so quick to accept things like. Aliens are flying around our world right now. We're so quick to to 13% of the American public now believe that we didn't go to the moon. That's insanity. And yet, when we know politics and billions of dollars are at stake, we refuse to believe that there might be somebody that is monitoring. He text messaged someone in his office. He text messaged, uh, hello? Do, do, that's on the servers, that's open. From somebody inside the building or outside the building. How many people would you trust with documents standing there at the, the Xerox machine copying them? Honestly, if it were me and I didn't trust the people that I work with, thank God I do. But I didn't know who would see it or where they would be in the building. I would honestly say, take this envelope. And just put it into another envelope and send it to me. We're entering a different world. And you're not going to recognize this world. Our FBI is compromised. Our government is compromised. And uh, until somebody cleans it up, it's going to remain so. And they're going to call you a conspiracy theorist and everything else. Well, they're out in the open saying the kinds of things that they will do. They're out in the open. They, we're dealing with people now that will do whatever it takes. Pray for people like Tucker Carlson. Our sponsor is Raycon. I don't generally uh, enjoy jamming a pair of uh, bowling balls into my ears, but, you know, it's just not my thing. I mean, I suppose you could do it, but that's what it feels like every time I put on a pair of wireless earbuds in, especially Apple AirPods. They hurt my ears. They're always falling out while I'm trying to jazzercise. Hey, don't. No. I'm still jazzercising with Jane Fonda. You got to get your exercise in. Amen, brother. Fortunately, since I discovered Raycon wireless earbuds, I don't have any of those problems while I'm, while I'm, you know, sweating with the oldies. Uh, now I have Raycon and they are the newest model, the everyday E25 earbuds, best earbuds Raycon has put out yet. They've got six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. And they're half the price of the leading high quality earbuds. And, uh, quite honestly i think they're better they're stylish they're discreet eh, whether you're jazzercising or then going right into you know hip-hop like i usually am uh you you can do it all with raycon go to buyraycon.com slash back you'll get 15 percent off your order which is already half the cost of the airpods from apple it's buyraycon.com back let's pause for 10 seconds station id Uh, don't forget to share with your friend last night's uh wednesday night special the things that the left will do in the first 100 days of the joe biden administration it is quite a list and by the way have you heard the latest on what they're saying now about uh amy coney uh barrett that if she doesn't If she sits on the Supreme Court and doesn't recuse herself from the Pennsylvania uh, uh, court case, what court case in Pennsylvania? What are you talking about? If the Pennsylvania court case goes to her and there's a there's a disagreement in Pennsylvania, if she doesn't recuse herself, the whole thing
3: is illegitimate. Why would she recuse herself? That makes no makes sense. Makes no sense. None. At all. None whatsoever. Except for the fact that the left wants something, so therefore they say that's the only thing that can be done. Yes. So it's what they do all the time. They say when they want something, they say it's constitutional. When they want something else, they say it's unconstitutional. That is their def- defining uh, when they when they want something, they
0: say, "Listen to the Supreme Court; they just ruled on it because it rules in their, their favor." favor. Uh, mm-hmm. And when they don't, they don't like it. It's it was
3: unjust and it's wrong and it's got to be changed. It's a safe thing to think about every time they say something. You shouldn't listen to it. But other than that, <laughs> they're great. <laughs> they're it's really worth your time to listen to their nonsensical arguments. To you know to hear Chuck Schumer. Go up in front of uh, the Senate and say, like, this is the worst thing we've ever seen. They're forcing this justice through. I can't believe this. After they said in 2016 that Merrick Garland couldn't go through. Well, what did you say in 2016? Because I remember you quite clearly saying it should go through. Mm -hmm. So now you're disagreeing with yourself. You never agreed to the standard that the Republicans were suggesting back then. You, you you were on the complete opposite side of it. You were saying it was blatantly obvious that a president. They go for four years, not three years. You said these things over and over and over again. And now you say the exact reverse and act as if no one else heard it. Last
0: night I showed you um, uh, on television this amazing thing, how they're saying, you know, because of what the Republicans did. With the Supreme Court, uh, with all of the things that they did with Amy Coney Barrett, it's just illegitimate and we have to pack the court. The problem (laughs) is they came out and they were saying that and left wing magazines and left wing uh, news sites were encouraging them to pack the court as the only way they could get things through if they win in the election. And they said the only way to do it is to pack the court. So this was out there, had nothing to do with Amy Coney Barrett. It's exactly the same with Black Lives Matter. It had nothing to do with George Floyd. Nothing. They had already tried to start these things for years before. The Black Lives Matter started in St. Louis. It started uh, with, uh, what's his name? That was, um, and they, it started in the Brown. riots in Michael yeah. Brown. Yeah, Michael Brown. Yeah. It started with that riot, and then they tried to do it a few other times, and they just waited for the right opportunity. It's the same thing. They waited for Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. They,
3: they were pushing this before Ginsburg was even dead. Yep. I went back to—I uh, was doing something on the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. Yeah. Uh, well, I think last week. And you go back and you look at the the counter-protest groups, these peaceful protesters— Guess who they were? The Socialists, you know, Workers' Party, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. It was all the same groups that are doing it now in city after city after city after city. Unbelievable. It was the same stuff. Uh, You know, like, it's shocking that when they're around, things seem to burn to the ground quite frequently. Keep listening to
0: us. You will be able to help your friends through the madness starting next week. We will keep you up to speed.
1: Is the Glenn Beck program.
0: If you're like me, you're thinking about the safety of your family and your property on a regular basis, especially now. We're just a few days away from the presidential election, and it promises to be one like we've never, ever seen before. Maybe, maybe 1860. Um, If you're going for home security, may I ask that you at least check out Simply Safe? You're not going to get locked into a contract, it's easy to install. Uh, and best of all, it works really, really well. Simply Safe makes it easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market. And their state-of-the-art equipment and round-the-clock monitoring make Simply Safe the first name in business. So, for fifty cents a day, you can have the peace of mind knowing that your home and your family are kept safe. Visit simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com. Get a free security camera plus a sixty-day risk-free trial with any new system order. Call Simply Safe at simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com and save.
3: La, 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 la. Go to blaze tv.com slash Glenn. If you go there, you get the promo code Glenn. I'll save you 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. We're five days away from the possible fundamental transformation of the United States. We are five
2: days away yeah. from
6: fundamentally transforming the United States of America.
0: Jeez. that was scary then and we're five days away from it possibly happening now. The final chapter. Uh, It is important that you talk to your friends that still haven't made up their mind or are sitting on the fence or thinking, I can't vote for either of them. It's really, really important that they vote. They're a vote for the Constitution or a vote for something brand new that we haven't seen. Uh, We've seen some of it, and you have to take them seriously. You know, they're they're saying that they're not going to ban fracking. Uh, But they are. In fact, don't listen to me. Here they are in their own words.
2: I said I oppose fracking. You said it on tape. I did. Show the tape. I'm talking about stopping fracking as soon as we possibly can. I'm talking about telling the fossil fuel industry
0: that they are going to stop destroying this planet. No ifs, buts,
2: and maybes about it. I'm talking about speaking. I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. I have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I will that's transition. a big It you. is a big statement. Let me be clear. No matter how many lies he tells, I am not, not, not banning fracking, period. What
7: about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure
2: and. I'm not banning fracking in Pennsylvania or anywhere else. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those, either, any fossil fuel.
0: Yeah, okay, so I think we're all clear. There is something going on in America and it is a A wake up call for many people, and I think it started with Barack Obama. I think I think the hope and change that a lot of people, both Republican and Democratic Democrats wanted, was a more transparent government, one that wasn't always bickering, one that could just do their job so we could do our job. Well, that didn't happen. And a lot of people were very upset with Barack Obama. It's why he's not drawing big crowds anymore. And he's not, you know, a Greek God, because his real support came from the Marxists and they wanted the fundamental transformation of America. He started it, but he didn't go far enough for them. The GOP, they didn't get it. Every time you would elect somebody new, we wanted hope and change too. Every time you'd elect somebody and the Tea Party went out, they would mock the Tea Party and then they would get the candidate and they would just bring him into their den of thieves and they were not responding to the people. That's why Donald Trump is. So successful on both sides, people that are were voting for Barack Obama voted and will vote again for Donald Trump because they see him as the only guy who's actually standing up and at least taking on the, the political mobs, the media, the the machine of the GOP and the machine of the DNC. He's willing to do it, and they don't see anybody else doing it. And it is changing people's mind because it is actually changing people's lives, especially in the African-American community, but all over. I, I saw this great video series uh, just this weekend. Prager U has done stories of us, and they are so important that each of us share them immediately today. Uh, I wanted to get the uh, person that is uh, kind of responsible for some of these. And, and uh, her new video the, from stories of us is now up at Glenbeck.com. dot com. She's a manager to Candace Owens and a presenter for Prager U. And I wondered why why I didn't hire her at some point, And it's because she's also a fitness coach uh, and we just can't have any of those around here. Gina Bontempo is with us now. Hi, Gina. How are you?
7: i'm doing great thanks how are you Glenn?
0: very good so tell me about what stories of us uh are and why they're important
7: sure um you did this fantastic series called stories of us where um, you know they just elevated personal stories of people who have realized uh the lunacy of the left um, who have come face to face with what the radical left Is really trying to accomplish in America and um, we have seen the light so to speak Um, so it's a series of people who who tell their personal stories of how they were once liberal or leftist or maybe even not necessarily even an Obama voter but um, someone who identified as a liberal before and the veil was sort of pulled back over the last three to four years um, with the rise of President Trump and um, you know, there's just there's a shift happening right now. So the series is, is, is such a is such a great representation of certain people, including myself, who have really come around and seen all the ways that the media has been lying to us, um, all the ways that we have been brainwashed and indoctrinated in higher education. I, I tell that as part of my story as well. Um, as someone who went to college and graduate school, I left school um truly hating America and, and hating the country that gave me and my family so many opportunities. So this series is really a testament to, to how people can change their minds once they see the light.
0: I mean, you hated it so much, you moved.
7: I did. I I was on the road for almost three years, Glenn. I was on the road internationally. I said to myself, in, um, at the end of 2000. I believe it was 2014, I said to myself, I said, I'm out of here. Maybe it was even 2013. I left. I went to Australia for a while. I went to South America for a while. I jumped around from Peru to Bolivia to Chile. And, you know, what's funny is that I was in all these different countries and especially developing countries in South America and seeing how they lived. And um, and actually down the line, what's funny is that all those experiences really helped me understand that the United States of America is truly the best country to live in. And it really brought me back to realize what a blessing it is to even be born in this country. So
0: besides that, what was it that opened your eyes? What, what was it that started really making you say, wait, I, am I'm wrong about all of this stuff. Mm -hmm.
7: I was working as an editor and as a writer for mainstream media publications, a lot of digital publications that were geared towards women. Um, you know, these lifestyle slash news hybrid, Publications are actually really the machine that, that's producing the most information that's being released to millennials and Gen Z. And I was working in that industry. And I realized after um, working full time in the office day to day, seeing how editors and editorial directors will censor content and how they will frame all of their content depending on clicks. Views, um, because that's exactly how these companies make money. Is that the advertisers will buy, will buy ads depending on how many clicks and views they get. And I watched day by day in the office how it was almost like a cult. Um, you, if, if you were working in this industry, there was just no doubt that you were a leftist, you were liberal. And um, I actually had a coworker come up to me, this young lady, who said she whispered to me. She said, "I am terrified that our boss will find out that I'm a registered Republican." Mm. And all these little things bit by bit and, and seeing how they would censor my own content and whether it was have to whether it had to do with culture and politics or whether it even had to do with health and fitness. And that really started to wake me up. And then early 2017, I watched a full, unedited speech of President Trump. And that's in that second, I said to myself, we are being lied to. And that's when it all started to change for me.
0: You um, you actually said uh, or wrote 10 New Year's resolutions for people of color that they have for white people.
7: <laughs> That's right. I, mean, I did write that.
0: And it's not... I did write that. Right, and it, but that didn't come from you, right?
7: No, no. This is actually a really interesting, um, interesting point that I, I like to tell people is that when you're an editor and a writer for these mainstream media publications, what the directors do is they give you a long list of posts and articles that they want you to write. Right. Because they have very specific traffic goals that they need to hit every day and every week, every month. And so the list would be, you know, just some of the, the most radical stuff I've ever seen, like, you know, 10 New Year's resolutions that um, intersectional feminists have for men everywhere. Um, 10 ways that cultural appropriation hurts everyone, especially minorities, um, you know, 10 ways that President Trump is causing mental illness in the united Mm -hmm. states of america and these are the kinds of things that we were assigned and we were told to write and um and we really there there was no choice in the matter you either wrote this or you didn't have a job
0: so give me the chicken and the egg if if you're writing this because the editor says to but the editor is only looking at what people are consuming what they want uh, who's leading who
7: that is that's the question that's that's really the question and that's something that i found myself asking um, too. And, and you know the funny thing is, once you start to ask these questions in, in media, once you are a person who works in the industry, and you start to just raise some questions to your director or your boss, whoever it might be, you're shut down very quickly. Um, and, I, and I remember asking very specifically, there was one year at the last media company I worked for, they had a ton of layoffs, We weren't hitting traffic goals. They had to lay off a ton of people. And they told us specifically, we're we're not going to spend any extra money, guys. We need to tighten up on everything. And the next thing I knew, they hired an external team to come in and teach about unconscious bias and diversity. And I, I asked the question, I just posed the question, I thought we were supposed to cut back on unnecessary expenses. And I asked them, I said, how does this how does this unconscious bias workshop directly contribute to uh, revenue growth in our company directly contribute to ensuring that we don't have more layoffs in the company. And as soon as you start asking these questions, that's, that's when, you know, they either tell you to shut up or leave.
0: How important is this election? And And can you believe that you are fighting for the exact opposite side you ever thought you would?
7: Um, sometimes I wake up and I have to pinch myself because I I did spend, you know, several years in the machine of higher education. Um, and I know that people say this, I feel like people say it almost every election, but I do truly believe that this election is the most important that we have seen because it really is, we're at a crossroads where we're asking ourselves, do we want to preserve America? Do we want to preserve American ideals and values or do we want to create destruction and chaos and tear it all down? And um, well, a lot of women, a lot of,
0: a lot of women, especially in the suburbs believe that that's what Donald Trump brings is just nothing but chaos.
7: They do believe that. And that's because of the content that they've been consuming and that the content that's been shoved down their throats for so many years. Um, and, and, and that's really the sad thing. That's why I did the series of You because I really, I wanted young women, especially to understand that, we have been lied to so much, especially when it comes to President Trump, who objectively, when you look at his record, when you look at the fact that he was a billionaire who who then decided to go into public service and work for free to serve our country, that's when you can really see that President Trump, he is the man who cares about America. He is the man who cares about law and order. And he's the man who's going to preserve American ideals and values. And so that's why I say that this election really is the most important. And, and now is not the time to back down or or, um, you know, be scared at these threats of being racist or sexist or misogynist, whatever it might be, because at this point, the left is overplaying their hands. Right. They're doubling down on the same thing they did four years ago. And I think people are really starting to wake up to it.
0: I hope so, Gina. And thank you for helping that. I, I watched your video this weekend. and I thought it was just tremendous. And I retweeted it. Uh, it's PragerU, the new series, Stories of Us. People who have been in the system and have spat themselves out because something's not quite right. Uh, I mean, you'll go down a wormhole or a rabbit hole of just watching one after another after another. They're very inspiring, and yours is available now at glenbeck.com. And I ask that you go down that rabbit hole and share as many of these as you possibly can. Thanks, Gina. I appreciate it.
7: Great. Thanks so much, you Glenn. Bye bye. God
0: bless. So what is it you miss getting out and doing the most? And I don't mean getting out of the house these days. I mean, you know, what do you miss? Because pain keeps you from doing it, not Bill de Blasio. Of course, he is a pain, but that's a different thing. I I love to paint. And if you happen to be watching this, I think you know I love to paint. It is a joy that I almost lost. I love to handwrite letters and it's a joy that I almost lost because my hands were in so much pain all the time relief factor change that i can paint again relief factor is not a drug developed by doctors and 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more you can order the three-week quick start for only $19.95 so what do you have to lose time to kick the pain out of your life right now go to relieffactor.com 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 it's relieffactor.com Hey, uh, tonight, don't miss the Radio Hall of Fame, the broadcast tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm being inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, and uh, uh, I'm excited to, I'm, I'm thrilled to be associated with it and to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. It's quite an honor. Uh, but you can hear it on the iHeart iHeart Radio app. Just search for Radio Hall of Fame. You can also find it at SiriusXM on the Triumph channel, and you can find it on the Blaze Radio Network if you are a uh, Blaze subscriber.
6: So that's tonight. Really cool. Yeah, really cool.
0: Yeah, but if if uh, the Radio Hall of Fame was traded on the stock market, I
3: think you would see a giant dip in its uh, in its price. It but. is weird. I mean, you think uh, starting your career a million years ago when you were, what, 13 years old? Yeah. Did you ever uh, picture? No. You like don't this. even think about that, though, you know? Yeah, I mean, you, you think get, about... You, I mean, obviously, you do spend a lot of time in radio thinking about your success and yeah, you going the show. Of, but you don't think And about you
0: never it. think... I mean, it's weird. I mean, Don Imus is one of the greatest broadcasters of all time, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and an idol, and he's in the radio hall of fame you don't when you're there you don't feel like it's kind of cheapens it you know what i mean you're kind of like right. oh well if i'm in it yeah it can't, it be, that can't good. be that good <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that happens uh tonight uh don't forget our um our special that we did last night uh on the first hundred days of the biden administration you can find that on youtube or on blaze and this afternoon or this evening, we will be releasing my podcast. I'm about to do it in here in a little while. My podcast, An Hour, with Dave Rubin, talking about how serious is the left and what changes people's minds.
1: This is the Glenn Beck